It was better when you were doing the counting. <laughs> so we're going back to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm over this. Oh, I, I don't no, want we're this. Not. No one man should have all this power. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. What's up, Kev? What's going on, man? <laughs> chilling, chilling, chilling. We are going to have caught a nice a long nap this afternoon. Show. You did during the Super Bowl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually didn't um, fall asleep for the first time in years. Wow, man. I um I probably would have, but I wasn't watching it. Mm-hmm. I was outside uh the neighborhood kids were playing and yeah. Yeah. I mean, opening question, did you watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> that was actually the opening question. Yeah. We dipped out in the, you know, pretty heavy in the third quarter, but <laughs> As did the Chiefs. Sheesh, man. Does your wife watch it as well, or does she kind of just... Yeah, we. I mean, just because we had nothing else going on. You know, normally, the slightest other activity will probably take us off track for at least part of the game, but since we're stuck at home, it seemed like not a lot of people were watching it, though. I was outside... um, Me and two of my neighbors and all the kids were playing, Mm -hmm. and we were all just talking, and (laughs) my neighbor says... Hey, you still got that football? And I was like, what football? Like, I had totally forgot that I had a football in my garage. Um, and he was like, you had like a Raiders football or something? I was like, oh, no, no, no. I just got a regular football. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's bust it out. It's Super Bowl Sunday. At least let's, let's do something football related. Did you? So we tossed the football around. Did you sanitize it and, after each catch? Or? <laughs> <laughs> you know, ex- excellent point. <laughs> well, the kids have been playing together. Um Pretty much every evening, so if, hmm. you know, it's that uh old dirty bastard. <laughs> if I got it, <laughs> you got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! That was really, that was really funny. But yeah, you yeah. didn't miss much. Yeah, I, I, my squares were all I cared about, and of course, didn't hit a single square. Yeah. It's always next whatever. year. You're still young. Yeah. Still young. Still got a shot. Well, actually, maybe not. We'll talk about a couple people who do not have a shot, actually. <laughs> um, I am going to talk about a very... I want to um, start this show before we even get to the other side, a very serious topic. Um, and I'm, I'm actually serious. I'm not really... This is not fake serious. Um, so um, there have been quite a few attacks on Asians pre uh post covid really pre covid you know what i'm saying mm. um and recently in san francisco a 91 year old man was shoved to the ground flat on his face face first mm-hmm. unjustifiably regardless you know it would be unjustifiable regardless but completely unjustified this is has not been uncommon and i want to on this show say you need to knock it the hell off and OGs, you need to talk to your folks. You know what I'm saying? Entirely. Because do not do the job of the oppressor. Do not join the oppressor in this nonsense. Doesn't matter whether I have an Asian co-host or not. Stop messing with the Elote lady. Stop. Now, y'all doing the oppressor's job, oppressor's work, and y'all clowns for it, and y'all need to stop it. Period. That's, you know what I'm saying? That needs to be said Word. on this show for anybody who, if if you ain't got young folks that's listening, and you got young folks that's out there in the in the in the streets doing this nonsense, man, yeah, y'all, y'all need to chill. Now, in this case, 
there have been three recent attacks and they feel like all three were from the same person that they caught. So hopefully this isn't something that continues, but it ain't, this ain't the first time and it needs to be the last time. So knock it off for real. You know what I'm saying? Some, some trash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Super trash. Like beyond trash. Basura. You know Straight up just entirely. So yeah. Let's go ahead and get to the other side though, man, after I did right. serious it up real quick. We're going to get to the other side and um, yo, Kev, you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. All right. Cool. Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Dakota. Kid Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> You do it like the, the the ill Disney spoiler thing where it's like just a bit of the show before the show. <laughs> that's <laughs> not a spoiler. The end, man. That's, that's already, you know, known. I don't Internationally accepted. It's facts. I'm, I'm, you. <laughs> Is this the part where I turn the camera off and just let you <laughs> let you go for a little bit? Well, I, I do have a face for radio. <laughs> What up, y'all? Uh, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com. That's the easiest place to go. Or any of your favorite podcasting platforms, whether it's Apple, whether it's Stitcher, Google, we own all of those. Um, also, if you like to catch this on TV, you know what I'm saying? You can go to BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network, BTSN Pass. Here's what you do. You go to your Roku or any of your Fire devices, your Amazon Fire devices. You download the app or channel, however it's described in the app store, and click on that. We right there. We on there with, with hella dope shows surrounding us as well. So please tune in, BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network, or RapSucksRadio.com for your audio fix of this. Yeah. So, Kev... We have a very, very important <laughs> gotta chill. <laughs> Probably the best gotta chill. I think this is gonna be the best of the year. It's very. That's what I was just gonna say. This is very early in the year, but I I know this is gonna be a contender. This yeah. is yeah, this I'm is gonna be the bar for the foreseeable yeah, this, future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's downhill for the gotta gotta chills from here. I, I I just don't see them them making it to this level of quality. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say the name, but I'd like you to explain the situation. So let me set you up real quick. Okay. Um, Demetrius Lewis, this gotta chill, right? Gotta chill. Topic title Kev set for this was his only crime is stealing her heart. <laughs> <laughs> Kev. Oh. Yo, run down a reason for this one real quick. Well, <laughs> Mr. Lewis, <laughs> it's just a friendly neighborhood Florida burglary suspect <laughs> who, when faced with a, a judge who he found attractive in his Zoom uh, hearing, court appearance, uh, decided that he was going to flirt <laughs> with the judge. But he got he got right to it, and just straight out the gate ran game. Just put it out there, hard on his sleeve so or his face, wherever the tattoos will go when he's convicted. No, I'm kidding. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, you don't end up in jail a second time, Mister Lewis. But 
Uh, this is sourced by the Griot. The players involved are Demetrius Lewis and Judge Tabitha Blackman. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me give y'all some notes on this. A Florida burglary, suspe- burglary suspect, as Kev noted, tried to shoot his shot at the <laughs> judge during a virtual court appearance. Uh, defendant Demetrius Lewis wasted no time flirting with Judge Tabitha Blackman almost immediately after stepping in front of the camera for his bond meeting in Fort Lauderdale on February 4th. He professed <laughs> his love for her. In quotes, he said, Judge, you are so gorgeous. So gorgeous, Judge. I just had to tell you, you're gorgeous. Lewis says in a clip shared by local uh, station WSBN, he says, and I quote, I love you. I love you, he adds. So there's video of this. Um, we, we'll post it on uh, on our RSR Facebook page. Blackman appears to be flattered by his comments, Judge Blackman, uh, before responding, all right, Mr. Lewis, flattery will get you everywhere, she responds, but maybe not here. <laughs> Lewis is reportedly facing a charge of attempted burglary and possession of the drug ecstasy, which he may have been on during yeah, this moment. Of course. Actually. There you go. During the hearing, the prosecutor asked for $7,500 bail, noting that children were inside the home that Lewis allegedly tried to break into. The judge set his bail at $5,000. Ah, maybe the flirting worked. And he remains in jail because, no, he does not have $5,000, according to the report. (laughs) There is more, but. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. I do have to read this more. (laughs) I'm just realizing it. I've skated through it, but I got it. Okay, Lewis previously served four years in a state prison for aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. He was released in 2019. Meanwhile, if Lewis sticks to his quote-unquote sweet talk tactic, he could get lucky at his impending trial and woo a juror into his favor and get an entire case toss, similar to a 2015 case in Australia (laughs) when a judge declared a mistrial after the jury's forewoman was accused of eye-batting at the defendant. (laughs) Oh, boy. He's a... Lady killer. <laughs> hey, man, listen. Oh, <laughs> uh, this has to have worked at some point, right? I guess. I guess he's playing the averages, man. <laughs> I can I can say that I do know one. I know personally one hell of criminal dude that was dating a judge. Yes, I do. And I, I, Scout's Honor, it was, yeah. And I don't know the circumstances. I don't know if it happened in court. But, um, you know, there have been a few with lawyers, but I do know one that was well, dating a judge. Sometimes you got to hit above your weight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, you know? You, you, uh, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> <laughs> I have so remember that I don't remember the dude's name, but it was a guy whose mugshot ended up turning him into like a model. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm wondering if this dude is is kind of trying oh, to get that uh, that thing jumping off. You know, I watched the video. I don't want to uh, disparage him simply for his appearance on a Zoom call. I don't. I don't <laughs> think that's the road it. he's going to be going down. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have model in his future cast. He also, also kind of sounded like 
I, the audio was kind of shaky and I, I didn't have it turned up really loud, but he kind of sounded like my daughter likes to say this to my, my wife. She, but she says, you're so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> you're so gorgeous. That's kind of what he sounded like. That's the craziest <laughs> Mike Tyson yeah. level. <laughs> this is, I'm this missing. is probably, of all the things that are going to happen this year, yeah. this might be the most important gotta chill it's a very special, <laughs> that we're going to end up doing. It's very a very special, special gotta chill. <laughs> I want to know if this has worked or who told him or, you know, if he's just been like, yo, maybe he was serious. I think he was just, I, I think he just genuinely <laughs> just fell for it. Got caught up in the moment. My man, get him. You just, you just see him, you know. The screen comes on and he's just. <gasps> and the heart's like cartoons. And the, <laughs> You're so the gorgeous. Music. <laughs> I am so sick of, I'm sick of this. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired, man. <laughs> Yo, you know, mega props to the dude, though. You, you got to. You know what I mean? You already got a record, man. You gotta, you know, <laughs> do your best. Get at him. Get at him. You know what I mean? Put a good spin on it. You know what I'm saying? What is what's the the saying? I remember all the homies saying, or you know, there was there were a group of qual uh quantity over quality folks that I ran with when I was younger, and the statement was always ten will get you two. You know what I'm saying? Ten will get you two. That was what they'd always say, and I would die laughing because, boy, them tens, ten shots, and a bunch of twos, boy. Y'all were. <laughs> Y'all were. <laughs> oh, boy. Those are some rough-looking women y'all was trying to talk to. More power to them, too, but, boy. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I don't got no words. I used to be like, all right, all right. That's oh, I'm sure they were very, round. very kind, wonderful. I'm certain, ladies. I'm certain. Hey, listen, everyone is ugly to somebody. <laughs> this, is, this is the way it is. Everybody's ugly to somebody. It, this how it works. <laughs> you um, need to put that on a, a t-shirt. Hey, everybody's ugly to somebody. I had a I had I said that on a stream once when I was DJing and and the the response was so crazy like people were like I didn't think you were such a pessimist I'm like that's not pessimistic that's just a fact <laughs> like the the faster you realize that you're ugly to somebody the, the faster you'll get over yourself like get over yourself a you don't pessimist. need to be beautiful to everybody yeah like I didn't I didn't strike you as such a pessimist track it's like I'm not a, that's not that's just <laughs> You, what? <laughs> yes, I'm incredibly ugly to a ton of people. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. They're probably you ugly back, folks. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever. Um. Anyway, the yeah. I guess I, had to I get think, that off. My I think you're me. great, buddy. Well, thanks, Kev. Well, thanks. No um, problem. I you know the feeling is not <laughs> genuinely mutual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that hurts um, a lot. 
<laughs> the best part about this, in my opinion, is the immediate nature of it. That's that's what I like the most. You know what I'm saying? The, this, the Zoom call begins mm -hmm. and he gets to popping. And oh, yeah. I think, you know, I think, that I, I, you know, I think that got him 2,500 knocked off. So, I, I, yeah. Fair enough. You know, was it worth it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Kev, on to, top, on to the next topic. Uh, yes. <laughs> Kev titled this, the, cyber, <laughs> the Cyberpunk 2077 of Vaccine Rollouts. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> We're digging back a little bit for the news here, but not too far back. Yeah. The year just started. Biden inherit, inheriting non-existent coronavirus vaccine distribution plan and must start from scratch. Now, mind you, I want to note that this is sources that are saying this right and it is also cnn and as much as i am not a super fan of the former president of the united states cnn is not the least biased source concerning <laughs> him that, that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> um joe biden is the player involved in this also all y'all because this kind of involves all of us um, so, newly sworn in, President Joe Biden and his advisors, advisors are inheriting no coronavirus vaccine distribution plan to speak of from the Trump administration, sources tell CNN. Um, it poses a significant challenge for the new White House. The Biden administration has promised to try to turn the COVID-19 pandemic around and drastically speed up the pace of vaccinating Americans against the virus. But the in the immediate hours following Biden being sworn into office on Wednesday, the Wednesday he was sworn in, um, sources with direct knowledge of the new administration's COVID-related work told CNN one of the biggest shocks that the Biden team had to digest during the transition period was what they saw as a complete lack of vaccine distribution strategy under the former president's um, regime. I don't know. Is there a better word for it, Kev? Yeah. Anyway, even weeks after multiple vaccines were approved for the United States. Are you shocked? No. That's why I don't think it was that, you know, CNN reported it. You know, I'm sure someone said said those words to them. You know, someone sure, who was probably sure. pretty upset about the fact that, you know, it's like getting allowed to move into your apartment, you know, on a Monday morning and you still have to go to work and you realize that the last tenant <laughs> left the apartment completely trashed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah I still got to, you know, and it's Monday and I got to go to work and this all sucks. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think surprised. none of us are shocked. Yeah, not surprised at all. And they probably weren't or shouldn't have been. I don't know. They seemed shocked. I guess it said shocked. I, if I'm in a room, I do one of those Facebook things. Why are you all shocked? <laughs> it's one of my least favorite social network things. <laughs> the person who says that? Things. Or the shock? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you guys all so shocked? It's like, dude, <laughs> what? Like, I think I do that. <laughs> it's such an odd. Like, nobody's really shocked. It's right. just like, 
it's an odd thing. It's yeah. My only my only uh, comment with uh, respect to it being CNN and then the reaction from I think it was like Fox or whatever who reported on it and got all upset and mm. said, "Oh, that's a that's a lie," and you know that's an overblown exaggeration. It was really it's just like the media's outrage at other media outlets for reporting what ends up being pretty much like a no duh kind of <laughs> headline. None of us were shocked. I mean, yeah. even if we just decided to side with him a little bit, like mm-hmm. he was on his way out as this as the whole plans would have been formulated and I think that we all know he spent more time on his ego and more time trying to be reelected and ignite some form of <laughs> new Dixie or whatever he was trying to create. He didn't have time for no vaccines. Just stick to people, man. Whatever y'all gonna do. It's just the state states' rights, man. Grab your <laughs> exactly. knees. Yeah, that's the thing. You know what I mean? We didn't want to do it anyway. Right. But but to but to say I can't believe they said there was no plan. Yes. The plan was completely lacking in every possible aspect. But to say that it's no plan is an exaggeration. It's like, well, you know. All right. All right. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just go ahead. This is the guy who said that there would only be 15 people who got it. <laughs> yeah. And then and we'll round the turn. And we'll be rocking by July. Anyway, I don't know. It's a hard. It's a hard job. Um, there's a lot of moving parts. Even if you're an expert, you get caught off guard a lot. I mean, you know, I think pretty people pretty much trust Doctor Fauci, and he's always like, "Hey, yeah, that was wrong. What I said." <laughs> people yeah, try and call. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I, I was wrong." Um, and that's, I think, the most we can ask for. But um, yeah, there was not. Uh, for all the time that was spent talking about other things and doing other things besides getting all the pieces ready, the syringes, the personnel, the locations, the communication, for all the time that that um, you would need to spend doing that, that wasn't spent doing that, who's surprised that, you know, things are a little bit of a mess right now? I'm saying, I'm saying, if you read Twitter, he didn't even care. It just didn't seem like he even cared. Like it wasn't top, it wasn't on the top of his Twitter list. <laughs> so, you know, look, it, it's a blaze of glory moment, right? You get to go out saying that the only reason you did not continue to be president is because of a world changing pandemic happened. And I would argue that world changing idiocy happened. <laughs> And that's why you're not. But I want you to feel good about yourself. So go. Go flourish in idiocy. Yeah. yeah. But I'm definitely not shocked. Have a good surprised. life. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there is another one, though. There's a person who decided to write a headline similar to yours, which, uh. you know, no biting allowed. You know what I mean? But whatever. But we'll um, credit them. If, we'll credit them. But the shout out to uh <laughs> shout out to NY Mag um talking about Philly's rollout, which Kev alluded to last episode. But we've we started reading and it was a little deeper than than just letting kids run the 
the uh, vaccination deliveries. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was more of like a just a comedy of errors, and logistical errors, and and uh, you know poor planning based on the existing poor planning from the federal level or whatever uh, in the hands of relatively inexperienced people. But it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was, it was Philly. <laughs> Go, go, it's Philly. Go, go Philly. Go Philly. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Oh, Philly man. in the house, man. You know what I mean? If <laughs> if my kids are hungry, snatch the dishes out your kitchen, Philly. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's oh. one of the greatest lines in hip-hop history, and it came from Philly. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a bit much. <laughs> this was a really a lot. We're not going to get too deep into it here because we kind of have discussed this a little bit heavy, but um, NY Mag, when they reported it, they called it the fire festival of vaccine rollouts. <laughs> there were uh, promises made, front of the line <laughs> um, promises, money exchanged. Yeah, this was as if the mob, you know, was given the opportunity to, to run it. So yeah, Philly, uh, Philly fights COVID is no longer in charge of, of vaccinations in Philly for a Phil- very good Philly, reason. Philly fights COVID lost. <laughs> Got slowed and reverbed. Slowed and reverbed. Yeah. This is the Ivan Drago of... <laughs> But you get to come back. You get to come back and, you know what I mean, <laughs> and run up those steps to the what vaccination place. I don't know. You got the statue. <laughs> you got the statue up. Joe Frazier smashed statue is much smaller and in a different location. <laughs> I, all right. I'm not going to get tired of these jokes. Uh, Fizz is already tired of it. And so is Tanya. <laughs> She's listening. She, they're, they're already sick of this whole segment. Uh, yeah man that was a lot but speaking of discussing something ad nauseum let's let's do more stock market talk uh oh stocks 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 (laughs) instead of shot instead of shots stocks 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 um Yes, we have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> at all. But let's do it. Let's do more. Uh, the people want it. The people are dying for this, Kev. <laughs> they want more stock talk on Rap Sucks Radio stop, stop because talk. that's what we're here for. Rap Sucks Radio. <laughs> this is your money moment with Kevin Trek. <laughs> terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible views on your money. Um. <laughs> I love HODL, by the way. <laughs> that word is the greatest word ever. And I would say almost, at least in these situations, in these like gonna skyrocket type things, I, I know it applies to stock market, um, but by and large, I really feel like it applies to crypto a lot more. Mm. I really do. I feel like the whole thing is like, yes, just I know immediate money is being made, but the idea is that this is going to be viable, which it never is going to be viable. No, let me not say never. It's what is it? Somebody tell me what it is right now. Go tell me. (laughs) All right, then that's what I thought. 
You have no idea. You don't even know. You know what I mean? Anyway, so yeah, buy your Doge, but stop trying to stop trying to make me feel like this is a thing that's really real. It's just, <laughs> it's not. You know what I mean? Um, at least not currently. But more to the point, those that decided to hold GameStop, I'm like, That was not. Oh, that wasn't a good idea. Hold the line, Kev. We can talk about a guy named Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Vice has reported this. Uh, the reason this is the rise and fall of GameStop <laughs> investors. The players involved in this are capitalism, right? Let's just keep it real. Good old capitalism. So, <laughs> hey, buddy. All right. What's up, capitalism? How you doing? Chilling. <laughs> All right. Taking folks money? Got it. Um, Vice reports. A week ago, Jeff was on top of the world. GameStop's stock was skyrocketing, and he managed to turn a series of small investments into more than, Kev, more than $200,000, right? The 21-year-old college student who asked to stay anonymous because of how much public scrutiny the GameStop story is getting was imagining not just escaping school without debt but being able to buck the capitalist system entirely and enjoy a life without having to take a typical job can i stop here real quick Kev? Mm -hmm. as a former rapper it doesn't work at it doesn't work 21 year olds you're going to have to work i tried i tried so hard <laughs> i tried multiple albums multiple managers it doesn't work you're gonna have to work Oh my god! <laughs> All right. We should also take a moment to, if you're not familiar uh, with what happened with GameStop, you should go back and listen to our <laughs> comprehensive financial analysis from a couple of episodes ago that'll really money, walk money. you through the ins and outs. Money, money, moment, moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do discuss this. Um, I mean, if, come on, real quick. If, if GameStop was pumped by. A bunch of folks from the uh, Reddit who got together collectively, got everyone involved, pumped the stock all the way to $400 a share, uh, over $400 a share, um, thus beating the hedge funds out of billions of dollars initially. But as we discussed on this show, them folks going to get their money. They going to get their money. And the stock, because it wasn't rooted in anything viable, began to break down slowly. People sold off. And those that holdled are holding the bag. <laughs> Did we ever find and out what Jeff's last name is in this article? They, no, I think his anonymous, you know, his name probably isn't even Jeff. I was wondering if it was Jeffrey Atkins, a.k.a. <laughs> Harvard Online Business School, of course, <laughs> certificate holder, Ja Rule. <laughs> encouraging everybody to hold the line while well, he probably yeah i'm like hopefully he was doing that while he was selling out the back door that's exactly what these pump and dumpers do though and that's the problem that people don't get yeah. no hold it hold it guys just hold it and they're <laughs> steadily selling off the top that, hold, that's no, the other hold. beauty of it that we didn't really touch yeah. on is that yeah while these guys are the Robin Hood, so so you know, so to speak, guys that are saying, you know, the common man's telling you to hold the line just a little longer so we can really stick it to these hedge fund guys. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. you know, they're leaving a uh, 
a little bit on the table there, right? You know, they definitely are. They're not losing. Or, a or single taking their money off the table, right? <laughs> and probably sold at the top, like at the very top, mm. not like they. You know what I'm saying? Not like ten dollars below it, like top. Pulled their money out slowly, and it was a wrap. Listen, Jeff said, "I don't want to work a nine to five for the rest of my life." Anyway. Makes sense. Yeah, who wants to? <laughs> anyway, I want to be free to be able to do whatever I want. All right, Jeff. You know, you're sounding like you shouldn't have. What college accepted you? Right? All right. Anyway, I'm going to skip this next paragraph because it kind of gives the punchline. This is, he says, the whole ordeal, <laughs> this whole thing, quote unquote, Jeff says, this whole thing has numbed me to money. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> You're hurting right now, buddy. You're hurting a lot. <laughs> so let's give, let's cut to the chase. Jeff started, got to two hundred thousand um, dollars. The motherboard, who is the subsidiary of Vice that reported all this, checked his financial statements to verify this. Um, after this story was published, Jeff's two hundred thousand went down to one hundred and seventy thousand. Kev, what would you do at that point? Run. All right. So you take well, your money and run. You, I think you. I think you might have left out the key thing here, which makes it worse. Okay. Okay. Because it's one thing if you know that's what you know. We've all been there the, at the tables, you know, and you're playing with house money, and you, you know. What's the what's well the worst thing you do is lose all your money right but it's almost worse when you're playing with house money and then you just give it all back but we all do it yes we've all done it yes so he's still playing it. with house money yes right he's still playing with house money yes and what did he plan, what did it say he said that he wanted to get to this you know his, his magical number was was a million which mm. he was far from getting to he's at two hundred thousand y'all. <laughs> And this is the thing I'm trying to say and why, where we don't, uh, where we both will say, do not take financial advice from us. I just want people who invest in the stock market as a person who did day trading for a while to understand that don't be delusional. Take your money. Take your money, man. Please take your money. <laughs> like, yeah, and it would be interesting to know who he was listening no. to because- the one thing that I think we can both say relatively confidently without being experts is that once the thing starts going down, that's the end of the ride, man. That's the last, that's the, that's the big drop at the end of the roller coaster, man. <laughs> and then you're getting off. You got to get, get off. Out. You can either get off or get thrown from the car to your death. Yes. That's, that's those are the two options. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is not one of those rides that takes you into happy land when it gets to the bottom. Exactly. The, so I cut the you The wire patches at the top and at the bottom. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no seatbelts. <laughs> no seatbelts. So I think I cut you off. You were saying he had, he had hit a, a an apex of $200,000. And in a matter of hours, that had decreased to $170,000 in value. And then what happened okay. next? Poof. He described the feeling as numb, <laughs> but overall okay while watching the numbers which in theory represented his new town, newfound wealth tumbling downward, right? Later that day, Kev, the stock continued to fall and his 170 became 140. Kev, what would you do by then? 
crying, but I would have fought through the tears to hit sell. Because there were buyers. All those hedge fund guys were were going nuts trying to figure out what they're going to do, right? Well, at that point, I'm not sure what was going on, but but um, and it kept going down. Well, this shows you that they were on Tuesday morning. The stock plummeted again. Quickly, a hundred and forty thousand Kev became. You ready, Kev? Yep. $38,000. Kev, Kev, <laughs> Kev, what, what is wrong with Jeff? When did Jeff, what did Jeff think was going to happen once it fell? What is that? Yeah. And they were over he, 10%. He's like, he, he caught a, he caught a bounce after that. He did. Cause he ended with a $50,000 profit. So he actually caught probably what, uh, traders call a dead cat bounce, but <laughs> you, Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> from from two hundred thousand to thirty eight thousand, fifty thousand to ultimately fifty thousand. What? What? I'm like, you lost seventy five percent of that. Oh man, is is this real? <laughs> Rapsucks Radio makes no claims of being it any type of financial gurus whatsoever especially in the stock market, but neither one of us are losing 75% of our money in that situation. No. Okay. You know what we would do? We would get to 200 and see it dip to roughly $190,000 in value. We would sell. And that's the point at which you and I would be partying and celebrating and talking about how smart we were. And that's when that thing would go to a million. And listen, man, listen, and I would still be partying. I'd still be partying, whatever, whatever, dude. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care how much money the rest of you make. I want my money. (laughs) So awesome. Wonderful. You guys got to take the ride up all the way up to the side. That's amazing. Anyhow. I'm down here drunk because I made $200,000 <laughs> off of a small investment. So, you know what I'm saying? I will catch y'all on the flip side. You know what I mean? But listen, dude. No. 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 As as Shout out to my man Silo. No. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> From 200000 to 38000 you catch a, a bounce. You get out at 50000 Listen, $50,000 is a nice chunk of change. I'm all for it. But if you felt numb at one hundred and seventy, Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. If the numbness lasts for more than four hours, consult your doctor and your broker. <laughs> Oh, this is almost a damn nature episode. <laughs> what ate his brain? Like at 140, I'm out. The sad thing is that obviously this was happening to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. that's in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't seem like a whole whole heck of a lot of money relative to how much was was moving back and forth. But even like I think it's the drop started happening with AMC the other day, but it's still trading above that, you know, when they started pumping it. Um, so who knows, man? I mean, who knows? A few but people AMC are making has, money. Yeah. Some people are losing money. 
The only thing that's different is, or a lot of people are losing money. The only thing different is that some of the people losing money this time were very, very wealthy to begin with. True. All True. the rest of you schmucks, <laughs> welcome back. Schmucks and schmoes. <laughs> hey, we're all down here at the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> was it fun up there? Because we're down here still. Yeah. How was the view? Uh, <laughs> we were waving. <laughs> we hope he stayed. We were like, yo, stay up there. Seems more fun. But you want to be down here. 75% worth of down here. Good grief, man. Yeah. I don't even know what I'd do if um, I lost, if if my profit loss was 75% from 200000 to Look, there's a story my wife hates me to tell. She says I should stop telling this story. Uh-oh. Of the time we went to Vegas, neither one of us are gamblers. And we were both uh, we were with my oldest daughter, who at the time was five or six. And after taking her to Circus Circus and making our rounds, all the fun things that kids and adults can do in Vegas, we found ourselves in the room at 6.30, almost 7 o'clock. Both of us happy as all get out to be in a hotel room because we don't particularly care about being up all night in Vegas. And really, at least I never have. She said she never has. I'm just going to take my wife's word for it. She never has. Whatever. Shouldn't we gamble? Was the question. All right. You know what? You're right. I'll take, we'll take turns. I'll go down and gamble. Then I'll come back up and you go down and gamble. She says, okay. I go down with a hundred bucks. Go down to the crap table. I lose $40. I'm livid. <laughs> livid. Do you understand? I am livid. I mope back to the hotel, walk in, and I'm like, $40. And my wife is like, are you serious? I'm like, yes, I'm serious. That was my damn $40 that I could have done anything else with you other thought. than lose it at a stupid blackjack table. I had no fun. Zero fun losing forty dollars. Can you imagine if I lost one hundred and fifty? Minute. That's the entire story. That's the whole story. <laughs> I was furious just losing forty dollars. So let me ask you this: What's your impression of why she tells you that you should stop telling that story? Because it's ridiculously embarrassing on my part. But no, that's not the reason. Okay, go ahead. It's because it's just not a good story. <laughs> great story the reason why it's a great story silo enjoys the story he laughs at it quite a bit because he knows that i don't like losing money <laughs> like that's I probably because you owe silo forty dollars he's like tell it again reg oh no oh no i do not i, I do not owe silo any money <laughs> not a single dollar but I don't know. I'm just saying. I lost forty dollars. It was damn near in tears. It's terrible. One hundred fifty is like. I know we beat a dead horse with this one, but damn, damn, Jeff, what's up, man? You know what I do in Vegas? Nothing Hmm. but win. Nothing but win. (laughs) Oh man, I watched a friend lose five thousand dollars in Vegas. Ooh. He was sick, man. You, did you he walk? Was, you have to sneak away before that happens, dude. When you see that starting to happen. Oh, we went to the sports bar. We went to the the yeah little little sports betting area and bet on a couple games, <laughs> like five dollar bets, and drank. He stayed at the crab table 
killing it initially. Did not take his money out. Down. Not, not up three, lose three, then also lose two. Up oh. three, lose eight. Because he lost to three and then negative five. So it's he lost five thousand dollars whole, you know, two weeks worth of pay mm. at that time. That's rough, man. Bad money. Throwing bad money after bad. That's 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 the hard way to go. Woo! You stupid. The, my best time in Vegas was before I was uh reportedly. This is a fictional story. This is a okay. dramatization. Potentially before I was twenty one. Mm. We were there just being very patient, very cordial, very polite. We were all doing quite well at the blackjack table. $2 table, two decks back in the day, right? Collecting our little money here and there, and then finally we got caught. (laughs) Like, darn it. Darn it, because we didn't curse. We were so young, we didn't even curse back then. Nabbit. And when they told us, get out of here. Go cash in. Cash out. Oh. Get out of here. And I don't want to see you here until you're 21. We were like, oh, we, we went record shopping. We <laughs> went and bought sneakers. <laughs> Whoa. That's the, but that's the only way I was ever able to, to have a, a good experience. Was because legally I was, my gambling was discontinued prematurely. It's right, because otherwise, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise a lot of times people back. get that money right back. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yo, did y'all tell the judge she was beautiful or something? Like, how did that work? <laughs> like, no, I told the security guard. He's a <laughs> very handsome gentleman. I said, you're gorgeous. <laughs> you're just, I like your mustache. <laughs> Oh, oh man wow that's, that's much better than my story i agree i'm still mad at my 40 dollars though vegas i want my 40 dollars back i'll give you 40 dollars to never tell that story again hey i'm not accepting it i'm not i, I wanted i want to whine about my 40 dollars all right fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, if you'd like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, please check out rapsucksradio.com. If you'd like to catch this on TV, please go to BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. Download the app on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices and go ahead and click on that. And we are right there. We got our own section and everything. I am your homeboy, Trek Life. And that is your fam, Kev Sakota, the gambler. The underaged gambler. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> By far, Kev. Damn. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> underage for Jesus. So thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> and we will catch y'all next time on Accounted Three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. See out, y'all. <laughs> Don't gamble underage. <laughs> Jeff. Gorgeous. Get it together, Jeff. Get it together, man. Come on, Jeff. (laughs) Murder!